Holy smokes. Hello, everybody. My name is Jordan Reed. And I'm Lindsay Reed. And this is Spooky Spouses, a podcast about ghosts and stuff. Each week, we talk about things like urban legends, Ethernet cables. Well, I'll give it to you. Dark web. Oh, okay. So you need Ethernet cables for the dark web. Well, I don't know. Do you? I don't know what would be more secure if you wanted to search the dark web. We don't know Wi-Fi? anything about technology. Uh, no. I the, if, if, this, if this speaks volumes, the first iPod, iPod, that's I-P-A-U-D, the first iPod I bought was from Best Buy, and it was one of the refurbished ones, and I was trying to upload songs on it. Didn't work. Took my tower my family's computer tower to our friend Dana's house to do it there because we thought this will work. Whole time, wasn't even plugged in. Not good at technology. We talk about paranormal <laughs> stories, pretty much anything scary. Scary. Anything scary, scary. Just it's, scary, scary. It's like when you say the same word twice, it emphasizes that word. Well, it emphasizes the scary. It's not scary. It's scary, scary. It's scary, scary. It's silly, silly. <laughs> silly <laughs> <laughs> it's uh yeah anything about goblins ghosts gremlins or ghouls is that is what we do was that a cool it's a ghoul's ghoul <laughs> <laughs> great but anyways each week Lindsay and i separately research a topic and then we bring it on to the show i like bring it on we sit down and we talk about it for the first time with you you personally and you Lindsay, because i'm pointing at you so we listen with you. How nice is that, everyone? How fun. It's like a game. Most of us get to enjoy the game 50% of the time. Thanks for joining us in our half-researched discussions. Yeah. I like how you said half-researched. Well, because we like the idea of knowing the story, but like going beyond just basically the clickbait. Yeah. No. It's, we're like, ah, oh, let's, we're aboard. Yeah. Everything, everything that I brought in the show has been from the very first word of any cryptozoological or paranormal clickbait headline. So I've just compiled all of them into one thing for each week. It's about nice. nine hours of uh, internet browsing. When you research a topic... Please do the quote, the air quotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. When you research a topic, because like I usually Google something. Yes. It's like, oh, what kind of realm do I want to do? Usually it's murder with me. Yeah. But like... What's the first thing that you always Google? Right now? Well, just like what are like some things that like without giving away future things? Well, like th- what are some things like I could see you doing like alien or like cryptozoology stuff. Mine are more like murder, <laughs> scary story. Proper stabbing techniques <laughs> for beginners. Stabbing for dummies. How to properly hide a body. Lindsay. And still be cool. Be cool. Oh, so you're afraid that if you hide a body, it'll make you less cool. Well, it's not cool to hide a body. Well, if you hide it like super cool. Like if you were to <laughs> chop. Okay. Uh, we're going to talk about chopping up bodies and also Heelys. So if you were to chop up a bunch of bodies and put them into the a rubber. Bunch. One body. Sorry. I was going to say, I was just talking about one. Yeah, my bad. I got crazy. I got silly, silly. Yeah, you got silly, silly. Say you were to get one body, chop her up. <laughs> Why does it have to be her? No, it's uh, it's, it's uh, apostrophe E-R. Oh, Kinda chopper. Like, yeah, chop, chop her up. Chop her up, bubby. Okay. And you were to chop her up, bubby, and you were to put the body in a little bit of the soles of a pair of Heelys or a pair of very or soap shoes. Well, you could use the skin to make the like shoe. That's what I'm saying. Now that yeah. would be that's a cool way to hide a body. Or creepy. Well, it's creepy, sure, but well, like having a body to chop up is already creepy. Well, where'd you get it? Is what I want to know. Well, I guess if you didn't kill the body. If you didn't kill the body. <laughs> Hello, welcome, just... <laughs> welcome to Earth. <laughs> you just had to chop up the body. I did not kill the body. That's your AI. I don't know. Voice. Where is this going? Oh, you asked me you asked me what I typically search up. And yeah. I'll I'll tell you, I get inspired now, and I think this is this this is safe to announce because we've talked about it on the show. I am really into breaking booze now. Do you look up recent? I look up I, like I have scary recent stories. I have two websites, one of which I've already said on the show, which was the mirror.co.uk, and they have a whole ghosts. Uh, subcategory which i'll go in there and i'll browse around a little bit and then i hope that 
if I don't already have a topic in mind, I'll hope that that will sort of direct me where to go. Uh, there yeah. are a few other websites I check out, but 90% of the time, if if this is not, I don't know if this is like groundbreaking, 90% of the time, I already have an idea ready and I know exactly what I'm searching. And I think about it in my head because it's stuff that I want to know about and I think well, everyone yeah. else wants to know about. What about you? I told you. You to search murder. It, like, it always starts with scary something or like... Oh, so you t- literally type the word scary. Yeah, I, I like literally type the word scary. Scary. And dachshund. then sometimes I'm like, these are the same boring sites I always get. So like sometimes yeah. I'll switch it up and I'll write like creepy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I just mysterious. write really cliche words for scary things. Creepy. And then sometimes you get some jackpots. Have you noticed that in your searching world... That you come across a lot of the same story. I mean, it's oh yeah, same exact formula and story, but different people, like different different people. That's oh, happened like true to. stories, true stories, yeah. or even like made up ones. It's like yeah, it's the same old like I was home alone and the guy tried to break in, or you know, just the same stuff. See, for me, it's if I have to if if I have to look at another headline about how someone thinks that they are having bedroom with a ghost. I'm going to, I'm going to, well, I don't come across those very often. Flip my wig. I don't know what you're researching. Well, ghost stuff. I think you are this week. You start this week. I am this week. So, two episodes ago, when we had our, when we had a real deal spooky spouses formula, you went first and you talked about close calls where people got, where, where people got away from <laughs> very important, yeah, I think important is the word, uh, serial murderers. Uh, I don't know if important. Exalted. Ooh, fancy. (laughs) No, not that one. I was just going to repeat silly, silly again or ghoul's ghoul. Bad one. Bad ones. The ghoul's ghoul murder. What's that? Scary murderers. Oh, just scary murderers. Yeah. So anyway. (laughs) And then I talked about some cryptids that were specific to Kentucky because then last week we reported on our CryptidCon trip. Which yes. was super fun. It was super fun. So now we're back in the saddle. We're ITS in the saddle is what I've been saying today, at least while you were at work. And it's my turn to go first this week. Yeah, I'm ready. So what's nice about, well, nice is subjective. What's interesting about my topic, at least for me, is it started as a breaking booze. And then I went into another direction. So it's a breaking booze that leads into a creature that we have yet to discuss. Oh. So it's I'm I'm sort of just still um fuming, not fuming, riding riding high off the uh CryptidCon stuff. Yeah. Well, because we talked about Momo. Talked about Momo. Which it's not really a new cryptid. It's just a new cryptid to me. Yeah. I've a- never heard of the Momo. It's a Bigfoot from Missouri that has very luscious lashes and shag-like hair, right? Shag-like lashes. That's right. That's hard to say. Shag-like lashes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, either way, my story, my breaking booze comes from the BFRO website. It's the most recent as four days ago. So this happened Sunday while you and I were getting back and recording from CryptidCon, hmm. which was a very long drive. We went to Louisville, then we went to Cincinnati, then we went to Newport, then we went back to Columbus. I think we, we drove for like six hours or so. Yeah. But during that six-hour time span is when everything was sort of finalized, quote-unquote, by the BFRO, and they released this story. Now, this Bigfoot sighting happened happened in our neighbors to the west or northwest in Michigan. Okay. Now, a lot of people have always said, definitely not me, ever. They've always pronounced Michigan, Michigan. I've never done it. It was not me, but I'm just saying that if people were to have always pronounced it Michigan, they would have been surprised knowing that it's now Michigan. Yeah. (laughs) Which is a joke I made up about how, how I couldn't pronounce Michigan, and I'm realizing now, because no one else can see Lindy, that the more I said the joke... It was like watching something terrible happen in slow motion, but you just kind of kept watching it. And I was real, and I realized that it became less funny and less funny. Well, I just, did, I didn't know where you were going with it. 
Uh, it's just, you know, like a little bit of free jazz. I'm sort of scat- scatting. Sometimes don't get your jokes. I think that's fine. I think yeah, that's, that's... That, that's perfectly fair. <laughs> okay. Because uh, a lot of times when I think I'm making a joke, it's painfully not good. Okay. Uh, so here's a joke for you. Fart. Fart noise. There you go. There you Great. Go. So I'm losing you on your topic. Can you please? You're talking about Bigfoot. Okay, so and yeah, Michigan, Bigfoot and Michigan. <laughs> yes. Okay. So this report happened in on April 3rd of 2017. Now I don't know why it took the BFRO so long to compile the information and release it publicly, but this information just became public four days ago, this past Sunday. A father and his two daughters came up upon a Bigfoot in or on this small trail because they were going and they were collecting rocks, which seems like a nice thing to do to like put around a new fire pit that they were putting in their yard. Okay. The whole family? It was the uh, a father and his two daughters. Okay. Which just seems really nice. Let's go walk in the woods, find some rocks. You guys can pick out your favorite rocks for our new favorite fire pit. One thing that makes this a little bit credible is that the guy wanted to remain anonymous to protect him and his family's anonymity. And then he also said to omit the actual location. But the only thing we know about this is it, it's in the sort of northwestern corner of the lower peninsula of Michigan. So the the bigger part of Michigan. Oh, the big part. The big part, which is called, <laughs> I honestly j- Where just do you found live? out. Oh, in the big part. <laughs> Uh, uh, why I live in Michigan? Oh, whereabouts? Well, first things first, I'm in the big part. Not the small, not the medium, but the big part. So he asked to remain anonymous and the location, which I thought was more credible. Quote, it was about 7.45 p.m. and it was lightly raining. I'm not sure why that's relevant, but it is. We were coming up over a small ridge on the trail to get some rocks. And as uh, we were starting to go back down and a huge Bigfoot ran across the trail in front of us, end quote. Not a medium one, but a huge Bigfoot. Okay. They, quote, saw it well, end quote. So according to this guy, there was no mistaking this thing for anything else. Another small report in his story said that its arms almost touched the ground because it was running super fast and it was kind of leaning forward as it ran. And I guess I'm picturing it with like super straight arms, but it's from the waist up, it's leaning forward and it's just running at full speed. It's a weird, weird way to describe something. It's also a very weird way to weird way to run. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I mean, wouldn't that be funny if like everyone thinks that Bigfoot is so intimidating, but then the second you see it run, you're like, that's how that goofy thing. Maybe if that's why around? it's been hiding. Like maybe that's why it's so good at hiding because it's embarrassed. <laughs> about its goober. About its running its technique. Goober style running technique. It's kind of like how Phoebe ran yeah. on Friends. Yeah. <laughs> like she runs all crazy with her arms and then Jennifer Aniston doesn't want to run with her. But then like a week later you see Jennifer Aniston running like Phoebe because yeah. it's fun. Yeah, it is. I, I, I would say it looks like it's super fun to run that way. Efficient. <laughs> maybe that's what they do. Yeah. I mean, probably mm-hmm. not efficient, but maybe the way that Bigfoot's are running, or at least this one particular Bigfoot is running, maybe this is like a very efficient way. Maybe he's like trying to create something new. It's like we always like just run in front of people. It's like they're flossing. <laughs> running like that? It's called that? like the straight-armed run. No, we, the lean and run. We have to come up with, with a cooler name. The the lean and hustle. The the uh, lean machine. Okay, great. <laughs> so the Bigfoot is doing its brand new lean machine because they're smart enough to realize people always just see us run or walk really silly. Yeah. Why not like freak him out a little bit and run like a total goober? Like you think he, that he had like other, we've talked about this, big feats, Bigfoots. Yes. On the sideline, and he's like, watch this. I'm going to freak this whole family out. Yeah, and they were filming like... And they were like trying not to laugh in the woods because they're like, oh, man, did you just see how he like mean green machined through the, through the Green street? machine? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. They live did, in the woods. Did you already forget what, what you called it? <laughs> yeah, the lean green mean. <laughs> I forgot. I also forget what we the called it. The lean machine. The lean machine. So do you think that the Bigfoots were filming their version of impractical jokers? That cool TV Maybe. show I've never seen. I don't know. I don't know that show. Neither do I. Well, it's a bunch of men who prank people. That's about mm. it. Prank prank style. Ashton um, Kutcher. Yeah, he's back. He's all four characters, just like the Nutty Professor. Hmm. The guy also did not see the Bigfoot's face, but he did see what it looked like. Longer black hair. And this is one, um, one sort of 
delineator, I guess, or one sort of aesthetic thing that's different. I've never heard before. He said that there was a little bit of white on the Bigfoot's neck and upper shoulders, similar to like a silverback gorilla or something. Well, I mean, yeah, seeing a gorilla up there would be highly unlikely, but the way he's describing it, it kind of does sound like a gorilla, like with its arms running and almost touching the ground. Yeah. Forward. And if he sees stuff on his like white fur on his back, it would be really gorilla-like. And that, I think, is good indicators that he saw, again, if this is true, that he saw something that was primate-like just booking it. Yeah. Quote, the strangest part. This is this is now... It, this, this is the strangest part? Not seeing a possible Bigfoot? Correct. Okay. So this is where the Breaking Booze Squatch story turns into my other topic. Okay. This is the quote, strangest part, end quote, was that the Bigfoot running uh, a little bit behind it, I'm just really excited for you to hear this part, is that there was a wolf running running with it, running with him, not after him, with him, quote, as if they were together. The wolf was like its pet. It was very strange, end quote. So there was a wolf in a Bigfoot running through the woods. First you see the Bigfoot, and then you see the wolf. Obviously, Chase, not. How do they know he wasn't chasing him? I don't know. Maybe you could just sort of feel that energy between those two. How high were these people? <laughs> I don't know. Is um, are you sure they just didn't went to the? They didn't go to the zoo, and then they just forgot where they were because they well had smoked a little too much. It would have been just the guy because I don't believe his daughter. Now I don't know how old his oh. daughters were. They could have been six and seven. They could be eighteen and nineteen, legal age to buy. Well, if it's legal in Michigan, which I don't believe it is. No jazz lettuce. No. Uh, yeah, absolutely. That's not. just a weird thing to say. Isn't it a weird thing to say? It's almost kind of like, you know, um, like Twilight-ish. Team Jacob, Team Edward. Oh, wasn't... Ed no, Jacob was the one who was the He's wolf. He's a werewolf. Yeah, the wolf boy. Edward is the vampire. Yes. None of the two are Bigfoots, though. Yeah, but, I mean, <laughs> you could just change those out. So it's like, like Twilight. Team, team Michael, Team... Who's Michael? Bigfoot. Okay, and then is Jacob still the werewolf? Well, it would have to be like a knockoff of Jacob, like maybe like... Krakub. <laughs> I Sure. Krakub. Krakub and Michael. Yeah. So this is like Twilight because there's a werewolf in Twilight and then in this story there's a wolf. Yeah, like who's to say that that wolf was the pet? Like what if it was his girlfriend? Yeah. Or seriously. boyfriend? Yeah, right? I mean, it doesn't really matter. What if it was... if. What if that werewolf was that Bigfoot's significant other? I mean, we we have no way of knowing, nor I think would we be able to understand how relationships work in the cryptid animal kingdom. Right. So maybe it was his special friend. Seeing that wolf with the Bigfoot, it wasn't just any ordinary wolf. This guy believes that it was the dog man, which is a very famous cryptid in Michigan. So not only did he see one cryptid, yes. he saw two cryptids. That were either buddies. Hanging out. Or they could have been chasing each other. Or they could have been chasing each other. Yes, absolutely, right? This leads me into the Dogman of Michigan. The Dogman is a cryptid that has been reported uh, being seen in the northern part or the, the, the northwestern part in Michigan's lower peninsula or the big part where this guy was. Yeah. With his daughters. The very first sighting was in 1887 by a couple of lumberjacks. Now, they said that this was more so of like a 90-10 sort of a thing. It was a human body with a dog's face. So human body, dog face. Human body, dog face. Yeah, which actually hmm. rolls off the tongue pretty easy. Human body, dog face. It's easy to say. <laughs> sure. And it's fun to say too. <laughs> I'm having fun. Okay. I guess there was like that one sighting in 1987 and then it kind of just, I guess people kind of forgot about it or they were like, oh, okay, weird. You saw a human body with a dog head? Doubt it. Maybe right. maybe they were just ribbing on each other and they're making fun of their buddy Tyler who was like, Tyler, you really do have the face of a dog. Yeah, but it was probably just a mean thing. Yeah, just, just, just some mean-spirited lumberjacks. The dog man rose in popularity almost exactly 100 years later in 1987 when... A Michigan disc jockey on WTCM made up a song about the dog man and played it on the air. Was it a good song? 
I didn't listen to it because we're in the same room together and I don't I didn't want to spoil it, but I'll post the link uh, of the song on our Twitter page when this episode comes out and then everyone tell us if you think it's good or not. I haven't listened to it yet. So he made a song about the dogman, played it. Yes. And then people remembered like, oh, yeah, that urban legend. Basically, yep. Yeah, he recorded a song and put it on the radio, and then people started calling, calling him up, calling up the radio station. They're like, "Oh yeah, that thing I saw it yesterday up, up at the up at the mm. up at the thing. What's the thing? Grocery store." <laughs> so here's uh, here's a quote from Steve Cook, the guy who wrote and recorded the song. I made it up completely from my own imagination as an April Fool's prank for the radio and stumbled my way to a legend that goes back all the way to Native American times. So maybe when he was younger or maybe in passing or something, he was he heard about the, the dog man. It was April Fool's and then he was like, oh yeah, I'll make up a dog man song. Why not? More from Steve Cook, quote, I do believe people who think they saw something really did see something. I also think the dogman provides them with an avenue to explain what they couldn't explain for themselves, end quote. So I think a little bit too trusting, but maybe because that quote was going to go public, he kind of had to be like, oh, yeah, I'm sure everyone saw it. Please, I hope my ratings don't get bad for, for goofing on people who think they saw a right. dogman. And after he played the song, he received phone calls from listeners who said that they had encountered uh, a similar creature. He was getting like hundreds of calls within like that first week. He got or something. It's like 100 calls or something within that first week. But after that, it was the most requested song on the entire station because people wanted of to hear course. that that silly Dogman song. I feel like we should make up a Dogman song. Let's Dogman song's already been done. Mm. Let's do another one. You really like the Momo. Let's do a Momo song. Yeah, we'll have to think of a Momo song. Okay. Don't go slow. Watch out for the Momo because you have to run fast away from the Momo. Uh, what kind of a style do you want the song to be? You're probably you're, like you're sliding your head back and forth like you're a, like <laughs> like you're a cobra being charmed by a. Well, that's how I like. That's how I like get my rhymes out. I have to wiggle my head and like and move your, my hand. And your left hand is going. My hand up and bounces down. like. Those Disney movies, how that ball bounces on top of the words. On sing-alongs. Yeah. That's how I have to, that's how I get my creativity. What do you, is there like a certain group or something that you want to model the song after? Like their, um, their energy, their spirit, their ethos? No. Okay. Well, because I was thinking like, oh, how funny if it was like a Daft Punk thing, but I'm like, well, Daft Punk just repeats the same words over and over again. Yeah. Creepy, scary, haunted, smelly. <laughs> um, but yeah, go ahead. <laughs> go, just go keep reading or sing more of the song? No, I, I got to think about the song. Okay. Yeah, maybe we'll record one and we'll put it out. <laughs> um, one, one thing that totally, totally redeems Steve Cook because he sort of said like, oh, I believe everyone. Please don't stop listening to my show. Right. Is that he sold cassettes of the song. So for those of you who are listening who are nine years old, a cassette tape is before <laughs> an MP3 and then before a compact disc. We might have to find one of those cassette tapes. If they still exist, wouldn't that be sweet? I'm sure they're for sale for like $3 on eBay. Well, he sold them for $4. Oh. <laughs> so they've only depreciated so they only... <laughs> $1. <laughs> yeah, they're still like basically full price. Cool. Good job uh, for Steve. So wait, what would that be like? Almost like 25%. So now still today, it's 30 some odd years later, 31 years later, and they're only 25% off. <laughs> Good job, Steve. <laughs> Which is great. But he sold those things and all of the proceeds from the sale of his cassette tapes went to a local animal shelter. Oh, that's nice. Isn't that super nice? Because it's the dog man, you know. Yeah, I think it's so great. Here's a guy. His name is Zay, Z-A-Y, who oh, thinks, no. who knows that the dog man is super real. Because Zay, in 2017, he wrote to some, what was it like, this is like a, a report from Crypto Mundo or some, some website where they report on cryptozoology and stuff like that. This guy, Zay. What's Zay got to say? A lot. <laughs> uh, I have two big quotes from Zay. I may just read one, well... We'll see what happens. This is from Zay. This is not me. I, I, I believe in this stuff a little bit. I really want to believe, but I am I have not reached Zay level. Okay. Quote, I have literally had dogmen approach me after dark. 
announcing their presence with sounds that defy what you would reason as being from average animals. I have heard mystical heavy breathing sounds to not to non-aggressive growls of acknowledgement. I have even had a dogman creep up on me for 15 minutes that I was aware of the entire time, and when I sensed that it was very close, perhaps right behind me, I had a black and white telepathic image of a canine head and snout that came into my mind. It's an amazing world. End quote. Oh my gosh, Zay. Uh, my favorite part is just like after all of that, <laughs> it's an amazing world that we live in. That dogmen can talk to you telepathically. Right. Uh, and then he goes on to say something if he could have the choice between walking through spooky cryptid territory or gang territory. He would walk through cryptid territory because well, he feels I, safer. I would too because it's... Come well, on, think about it. Come on, Zay. Hey, you could either walk through this road where a bunch of people have bats and guns and they're all mad at you. And one person has a flamethrower. Or you can walk through a woods, which there might be a Bigfoot in there, but no one can ever find him. So good luck. What we know in the woods, though, that there definitely are not a group of people with bats and guns. Yeah, so you just have a creepy night in the woods is basically... Here's another, here's another small quote from Zay, and then that's all I got. Quote, I have walked through dogman territories in Pennsylvania before without fear because I trust them with a kind of trust that I don't often have for humans. There are very few people in this world I would genuinely trust. End quote. Well, I mean, I get that. I like dogs more than humans sometimes. No, so do I. Now, if these were like corgi people or like Australian shepherd yeah, people, like, it'd be super cute. Like what kind of dog head is on that body? Like if it's a corgi head, how adorable and Oh, weird. wouldn't that be so great? Also like, weird. big old ears. Could it speak uh, human? Could it speak human language or would it bark? Would it have the brain if of a it human? Was, if it was an Aussie, it would bark like Non-stop. you couldn't i know that Dogman is not an aussie yes because it would be too loud like imagine just like a pug head oh bummer what a bummer <laughs> like do you think they all have different dog heads or like they're all the same kind of dog like wolf like i would hope that it would be well i think aesthetically like if you're going for like the husky creep, head creep factor yeah it'd be like wolf husky malamute sort of a head right coyote dingo head but I think realistically, they'd be a little bit more different dog face to dog face. Yeah, you would imagine. Because yeah. like, I don't think all Bigfoot, Bigfeets. Bigfooters. Bigfoots look the same. No, I mean like if I see a human being in the woods walking around, I can tell that's a human being. But you get up close, totally different human being than other human beings. Same with, <laughs> same with Bigfoot. Right. Right? So basically, you're just saying that when you see human beings from far away, you know they're human beings. But when you see them up close, they're human beings, but they're different from each other. Yeah. And that's just a little bit of scholarly information. <laughs> Have you been hanging out with Zay? Yes. Okay. Yeah, me and, uh, yeah, me and Zay kicked it uh, earlier today, and we were just like talking about dogmen. And we we're like, what a wonderful world. What a mysterious world. What a mythical, mythical breathing is what? that when he said? Mi- yeah, he heard like mi- uh, mystical or mythical, mystical. breathing and uh, something else. Yeah, Zay. Right. Zay style. Also, a lady said she saw a dog man in 2014 and she equated. Oh, and she also saw it with a Sasquatch and she equated it to the relationship between crocodiles and hippos where they just sort of cohabitate with one another because they're both. The Bigfoot does? The Bigfoot and the, and, and the dog man because they sort of tolerate each other but they're not really going to go after one another because they're both after the same thing. And each one could hurt the other one equally. So they just were like, How do people have time to think of these things? I don't know. Maybe they got like plenty of time off. You know, I'm not really sure. (laughs) They got a sabbatical from work and they're like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to figure out who Bigfoot cohabitates with the best. Mm -hmm. Dogman. Probably Dogman. Probably crocodiles. Now, I did search up cryptid relationships or like cryptid buddies and stuff this was the only one i could find between sasquatch or bigfoot and uh, dogman oh man what a world Very we live interesting. in 
Man, Bigfoot heavy these past few episodes. Yeah, so the next episode we release, mine is going to be about something not Bigfoot related. <laughs> but I'm just, I, I'm still, right. I'm still just riding that CryptidCon wave. Yeah, I know you love it. I still have that like unfiltered Bobo energy from when I shook his hand. Well, we have the hat, so yeah, we do have the hat. We have a signed Bobo hat. Gone it looks really squatching. good. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks really great. Well, cool. Should we do a little haunted housekeeping, and then I have something a little new which I totally created myself, so hopefully it works. I'm excited. Yeah, we'll see. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we will be back with Lindsay's brand new experimental Spooky Spouses topic in three, two, one. I was going to say jingle bells, but I I don't know if there's like a noise that accurately represents like Thanksgiving time or the fall season, maybe like turkey noise or something or like a jack-o'-lantern. Halloween. Halloween. Yeah. I mean, Halloween is our jam. Our first sponsor this week (laughs) is our spooky mushroom buddies at Four Sigmatic. Four Sigmatic makes sippable shroom bevies. For people who want to get the nutritional benefits of mushrooms, but don't want to eat them because they're slimy and weird and they look silly. And also, which I really want to try and we have not yet, is their lemonade that has charcoal in it. So it's black lemonade. How cool are you going to look with your black drink? Yes. Now, you did mention that on one of our shows recently, and you called it black liquid. And I think that's Ooh, a, that's yeah. that's neat. It's more ominous and weird. I drink black liquid, especially if it has the benefits of drinking mushrooms. Yes, so would I. So mushrooms have a ton of health benefits. They're good for your brain function. They're good for your liver. They're good for natural energy, with you, which, which you can get through chaga mushrooms. Reishi mushrooms help your lungs and your liver and your immune system. All sorts of stuff. And you can get them by sipping on coffees, hot cacao, matcha drinks, elixir mix-ins you can put in your superfood smoothie blends. And they all taste really good, too. They absolutely do. We have had the instant coffee with lion's mane mushroom, which is good for mental clarity, which, (laughs) come Monday, we could all use a little bit of mental clarity. Oh, boy. Oh, Mondays. More like Mondays, like I'm in a daze. Momo Mondays. Momo Mondays. That's pretty good, Lens. Thanks. You're welcome. So if you would like to start sipping today... You can go to foursigmatic.com, stack up your cart with a bunch of rando sippies and mixos and bevy powder and use the coupon code SCAVTRUFFLE, that is S-C-A-V, truffle at checkout and get 10% off of your order. Try it, it's great, black liquid. Our next sponsor is from our spooky little buddies at Warby Barker. If you want some fashionable frames for not a lot of money and they take insurance now, check out WarbyParker.com. <laughs> there are spooky little buddies and they make glasses and they make them affordable. And every single pair of glasses that you buy, they give a pair of glasses to somebody in need, which is such a nice thing. Which isn't spooky at all, but it's great. It's wonderful. You know what's scary? How nice it is. Yeah. Hello. You know what else is scary? What? How good the good price that it is. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I feel like you're on a roll. It's like five o'clock. You're like full energy right now. I I'm feel actually like, sleepy. I was gonna but say But you know what? <laughs> as as soon as I as soon as, <laughs> uh, I felt like you said I'm actually sleepy like you were bragging about it. Uh I'm actually <laughs> sleepy. Anyways, if you go to warbyparker.com right now, actually no, don't do that. Go to this bit.ly link, bit.ly slash cscav, S-E-E, scav, and start shopping for some specs from our spooky little buddies. Don't be scary. Get new glasses. (laughs) Warby Parker. (laughs) Don't be scary, Barry. Get new glasses. You're just really not. You're really really crushing it. Hey, Larry. (laughs) Don't be scary. Get new glasses. Or else. (laughs) What we were saying, this is going to be, this ad break is going to be difficult for me to edit, but what we were saying 
is that if you go to bit.ly slash cscav, you can start shopping for spooky specs from our spooky little buddies. Today, you can do their home try-on thing. You can put five pairs of frames inside of a box. Well, they do that for you. They ship it to your house. You can try them all on once, twice, 366 times. That's once a day for one year and one day. Take a bunch of photos of yourself, send them to your friends, family, your frenemies, whatever. See what they think and then order a pair of specs. Sounds like a plan. So again, go to bit.ly slash cscav to start shopping at Warby Parker today. Buy a pair of glasses or prescription sunglasses. They'll give a pair to somebody who needs them as well. And then you'll feel good wearing them because you did something nice. Okay, so bear with me. This was hard for me to do, and it's not that hard. Okay. But I did it. <laughs> so, okay. So first off, before I get into not really my topic, but maybe my story, I need you to give me a word that you would yell. Are you asking me or one of the listeners? Yeah, please, listeners, step in. Okay, let's listen. Something that I would yell? Just a word you would yell. In general, if am I scared? Am I happy? Just, uh, that's that's for you to find out. Okay, I'm gonna keep it pretty basic. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna yell. I'm actually gonna yell it. Yeah. Yes. You're just gonna say yes. Yes, yes, I am. Yes, because okay. I don't know what I'm yelling about. I was gonna say yikes, but I yelled yes. Okay, so you want to keep it as yes. Well, I, I, do you think I do? Sure. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, And now for anyone playing along at home, that is yes, not yes. Not yes, queen. No, 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 no. I'm over the yes, queen. I'm over it as well. I'm sorry, everyone. Now, if you are mispronouncing, well, not mispronouncing, but if you're saying, if if you're giving someone the nomaker jazz queen, but you say yes, queen, I think that's fine. If you're actually talking to the queen. Queen of jazz. Yeah. Or you say, or you're agreeing with the queen, whatever queen. Ready. So this week I created, and I'm not a writer, but I created my own CYOA. Create your own adventure. I did. Okay, great. Good. (laughs) Okay, now what? (laughs) I stopped myself because I was going to say something that was kind of related, but it was going to go on. I was going to go on a tangent and I'm not doing that. So you're welcome, you, Lindsay, and everybody else. Okay. Yeah. Just (laughs) trust me that. It makes sense that I didn't do that. It's not very long because choose your own adventure stories are kind of hard to write. Uh, not for me, but. <laughs> because you technically have to like come up with a few different stories and then different scenarios for each section of the choose your own. Well, I feel like you could like you could even like start the story differently. Like, do you want to start the story with this color shirt or this color shirt? Well, mine is very simple because it was my first CYOA, mm-hmm. so I kept it simple to see how it would do. Do you? And do I'm I, testing it on you, Lindsay. Forever and always, I will be your guinea pig in whatever you need. Now, question: Do I get to choose the color of my shirt in this story? No, but I could ad lib if you want to. If that really means a lot to you, can I just choose what shirt I'm wearing right now in the story? Yes, and I'll see how it plays out. Sure. Oh, that's like a t-shirt. Okay, any certain color. <laughs> No, I really don't care. Okay. So I didn't name the story, though. Okay. Well, I mean, I guess I could on the fly call it ooh. Um, the stairway to what? That's the best I could do. That was just That's my right. favorite, not Led Zeppelin song, Guns N' Roses B-sides from one of their albums. Because there's like kind of stairs in it. Anyways, let's start the story. You ready? I hope. Okay. So it's really short because when you really think about it, it's hard to write this. It took a lot. Hey, I believe of you. Of my brain. <laughs> I believe you 100%. I totally believe you and I am behind it and I'm in, and I'm rowdy. Okay, ready? Yes. Okay, the story begins. The story to what? Is that the first question? No. Okay. A colleague from work asks you to house sit for her while her and her husband are away on vacation. Uh, They're going to Europe for three weeks. How fun. Where well, where in Europe are they going? Um, I didn't write that because that was just, you know, a vague use your own imagination. Well, I guess if you're going for three weeks, you're probably going to like train around. Putzing around. For sure. While watering her plants, you're at the house now. While watering her plants, you begin to hear a strange noise coming from the basement door. You look and you see that it's strangely locked with two 
deadbolts. You, here's your first option. Ignore the noises and continue watering the plants, but perhaps encounter something even stranger? Or option two, you swing open the door and march downstairs determined to figure out what the noise is even coming from. So my first option, I hear the noise and I you go, ignore it, nah. but something else might, something worse might happen. Or B, you're like, I don't care. I'm going to open these deadbolts. I'm going to swing open the door and march down there. And I don't care if something kills me. I feel like in this situation, in real life, I would be far much less of like a Zay type of person where it's like, I would rather walk with the cryptids. I will continue watering the plants in hopes, because I probably don't know something worse would happen in the story. I'll yeah. continue watering the plants in hopes that it was a baby raccoon or something. So you're going to go with option number one. Option number one, water the plants, ignore it. Hope it goes away. Okay. Oh, great. You continue watering the plants because who needs scary things in their life when all of a sudden the doorbell rings? No. You're not expecting any guests and everyone that knows the husband and wife that lives there knows they're out of town. So thinking it's a solicitor, you look through the peephole and you see a strange figure dressed in all black. He seems to be holding something. You take a closer look. It looks like an axe. You panic. The lights go off and you hear a laugh. You, option one, run upstairs to try to hide and call the police. Or option two, you grab a nearby blow poke from the fireplace and you try to defend yourself. I like how you tied in staircase and blow poke because of the show staircase from the <laughs> I actually didn't do it on purpose it just kind of like it happened later and I was like oh oh blow from poke. The, from the documentary the staircase okay so you know how I play games and you know how I think of things I'm gonna talk this out yeah so I'm assuming this is at night because if the lights went off in the house yes it's dark so if the lights just went off and it was like 2 p.m. be like, oh, big whoops. Yeah, and it's kind of, it's maybe a little light outside because you see the black figure outside in the shadow of an axe. So there's not like a porch light or anything. There might be, yeah. There might be like a little bit of light, but yeah, it's it's nighttime. Okay, and I think also looking through a peep hole, yes. um, everything's a little bit obstructed anyways. It's not super right. clear, which when are they going to figure that one out? Right. So I would either run upstairs and hide or... I'd grab a blow poke. When and I, you are just ready to defend yourself from whatever's going to happen. I'm just like thinking back. Because you panic, the lights go off, and you hear a laugh. What's the so, laugh like? Can you do it? <laughs> That's the laugh of the... No, I can't oh. do a really scary laugh. Oh, so it's a scary laugh of the, of the yeah. person else. Is it, a, is it a guy in all black? It just I just said in there it was a strange figure dressed in black. Did not say it was a guy or a girl. Is it a, like the like goat body? No. Okay. So I hear a laugh that sounds like, huh. And then, so I could either run upstairs or I can grab a blow poke and stand and like re remember when I was a catcher in softball in third grade and just stand there ready to roll. Yes. I'm going to run upstairs because when I was a catcher in third grade, I got hit in the face with the ball and I was not good at that sport. Okay. So I don't think I'd be good at defending myself. Just weighing out your options. Remember, now you're going upstairs. And you're kind of trapped. I, I'm unarmed. You're unarmed well, and you're kind of trapped upstairs. I probably have like a little watering can from the... <laughs> you have your watering can from watering the plants. Now, I will say, as I'm running up the stairs, I pour a little bit of water so it so I will hide the fact that I did, number one, my pants. I'm like, oh, that's water. <laughs> I just, I was watering the plants. Oopsie. That's what I did. Okay. So okay. now you've decided you want to go with option one. You I'm upstairs. You want to run upstairs. 100%. Okay, you run upstairs, but you hear the front door fling open. Now you're trapped upstairs. Slowly, you hear each stair creak as the stranger continues to proceed upstairs where you're hiding. As it gets closer, you hear the footsteps stop. You hear breaths. You start to hide underneath a bed that is in the room with you. So you're trying to stay calm. You're yeah. hiding under a bed. And you're scared that he's going to hear your breathing. When all of a sudden, you feel an arm grab you from out under the bed and drags you down the stairs while you scream in terror. Oh, bummer. While you scream in terror, he yells, yes, 
and then chops off your head. Okay, great. And that's it. That's your story. So I was a coward. <laughs> I ran ahead. He found me immediately. Yeah. Pulled me down the stairs, said, yes, and chopped my yes. head off. Yeah. Okay, well, what were to happen if I were to have chosen? Can I... Can I choose the other ones quickly? We want to rewind the story. Yeah, so let's rewind. Let's both of us rewind. You have to make the rewind noise. Well, well, remember too, you pick the first option, ignore the noises, and yes. don't go downstairs. Yeah. Because remember, there's something weird downstairs too. Yeah, that's not okay. So right now, I will go downstairs. So you're gonna go all the way back to the beginning, not even do the second yep, option yep, yep, of yep. running upstairs. Yep, total back. Okay, so you're watching the house, you're watering the plants. You hear strange noises coming from the basement, which has two deadbolts on it. You, option two, swing open the door and march downstairs, determined to figure out what noise what the noise was even coming from, even if it kills you. And I say as I walk down those stairs, I am really ticked off. <laughs> just in case I can scare it out. Oh, man, here I come, ticked off and ready to kick some butt. Okay, so option two, you continue down the stairs and start to feel very uneasy. As you hesitantly turn on the light, you see something very unsettling laying on the floor. Next to the dryer is a body-sized box covered in a strange, dark, wet substance. Oh, probably the Four Sigmatic Lemonade. You... Option one, run upstairs screaming, terrified, but see something even more horrifying. <laughs> or B, rip open the box in hopes it's nothing odd. Okay, if I, am I allowed to like just barely adjust one of them? Because I am going to rip open the box, but I'd like to think that I do it cautiously. Okay, well you can rip open the box cautiously Very if that's slow. the option you want to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very slowly. Okay, so I'll change the words of this one, and it'll say, as you cautiously <laughs> tear open the box, you find the decomposing bodies of the husband and wife that left for Europe. Oh. The last thing you remember is being hit on the head, and everything goes black. Your last words are, yes. <laughs> My last word is like, oh, that I've been praying. I've been praying for death. Well, I tried to make it like kind of a Mad Lib by adding a word. So each one of the endings of the story has your word in it, which is just kind of silly. No, I like it. I think it's great. Okay. So now I do not go downstairs. I continue watering the plants. But now I grab the blow. You just want to know every ending of the story. Oh, for sure. And now I grab the blow poke (laughs) and I'm ready. How much time do we have? Uh, This will probably have to be the last one. I grab the blow poke and I'm ready to stab a weird figure right in the throat with that blow poke. Okay, so you're picking option, ignore the noises and continue watering the plants and perhaps something. You're going back to option one. I'm back to option one where I'm steady dripping uh, the plants. Can I just give you the endings for all of them? Sure, yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, so option one, the ending that you did not pick when you chose not to grab the blow poke. Yeah. So now you are grabbing the blow poke, you realize the back door is wide open, and the dark figure is casting a dark shadow over you. He swings his axe, and you yell, yes, as he chops off your head. So you don't get out of it on option one at all. My my favorite part is that this character in this story, for Who some reason, yes. right before my head gets cut off, which I'm sure as a like creepy serial murderer, you're like, oh, really? Yes? Yes. So jokes on the serial murderer. And the last ending of the story, since we're kind of like skipping most of it, repeating. Uh-huh. Um, The last ending that you did not pick was if you were to go downstairs and it was scary when you saw the box and you decided to run upstairs. Yes. Okay, here's the last ending. Ready. As you reach the top stair, you see the husband and wife covered in blood. You yell, yes, (laughs) as they laugh and chop you in half with a machete. They had dirty little secrets and you became one of them. Yes. (laughs) So every ending you die. I like to think that, but it's like, I'm also picturing my face like super smiley and my arms are like up in the air. Yes. 
So, I mean, you kind of defeated the purpose because we kind of just read all the endings of the story. But those were my scary little CYOAs. I thought those that, that was very fun. Yeah. So maybe I'll do like a little coloring book with like an adventure choose your own adventure coloring book that'd be cool do i spooky spouses do i have your permission in the future to surprise you with my own cyoa for you sure okay (laughs) good because i don't want to i don't want to hard to write because it's a lot of like oh well if they choose this option then you have to have a whole nother story i mean that was a very small one but i literally had to have four different stories yes with each two different options in each of those four stories it's a lot (laughs) <laughs> yeah, because I don't want to, because I don't want to chomp your flay. It sounds really simple, but try it. It's not simple. I'll try it. I'll have a, and it'll be a four-hour-long episode. Yeah, it'll be very long and very exhaustive. <laughs> but that's it. That's all I have. I didn't have any factual or fun story. It was just a spooky little story to get you ready for Halloween. Because oh, it's coming up. Happy early Halloween. And that's where we thrive. Yeah, we do. We uh, we lay in our front yard covered in goat's blood and absorb the power from the moonlight. And the neighbors call the cops on us every year. And we even have signs out. We go door to door and we're like, just lay off this year. But they don't. And we, well, we find our guy Rodney and we get the goat's blood and cover ourselves in it and get uh, dove feathers and do that whole thing and like put those on us and great lay off (laughs) (laughs) just want to give a shout out and a thank you to eli chambers for writing the music at the beginning middle and end that you hear thank you very much eli i just saw eli today and we ate indian food so thanks eli you're great I would also like to say a big thank you very much to Colin Parker and everybody over at the Scavengers Network. That's our podcast network that we are happy to be a part of. You can go to, I believe it's just scavengersnetwork.com or find the Scavengers Network on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And also a thank you to all you listeners. Without you, there is no us. So stay spooky. Or else. (laughs) Do it. That's almost Nike's slogan. Stay spooky. Do it. Well, until next Monday, have a horrifically spooky, but fun and like, you know, nice uh, day today, whenever you're listening to the episode. Have a stairway to what Wednesday? <laughs> yeah, go in the basement, find some bodies, go upstairs, become a, become a body with no head. Whatever you want to do, it's, it's, it's really your call at the end of the day. What a metaphor CYOAs are. Well, until next Monday, we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Bye. I heard if you wear their, their nice, beautiful flame. <laughs> What happens if you wear their nice, beautiful flames? (laughs) (laughs) How do those glasses feel? Nice. Uh, Beautiful. (laughs) 